0: let you know right now i have no idea in hell how to open up the podcast (laughs) oh i dropped a four letter lovely i'm sorry here we go already you say you
1: say how you feel you say what you want is it is that is that
0: how it is okay well um, where's the caution tape (laughs) (laughs) you know so okay so for everybody that's listening um this is an uh a concept that I wanted to do for about two years now. Mm-hmm. I've already, I've always known I had a story to share. And I wanted to share it, but there's no way to share my entire story in an hour. And Thank I have you. a small attention, small attention span. So I stop wanting to listen to myself after 10 minutes. So um, this, the whole concept is y'all, I have a story to share, we're going to share some of those, sto- this one big story in smaller stories. Uh, so this, uh, I have my brother, the one and only founder, creator of the podcast. Let him speak. Founder and creator. Oh God, of I'm just a guy. Craft factories. Founder, poet. I'm just a guy. Father, <laughs> activist. Oh man. Son of God. You know, Christian. You know, armor bearer. Adjective. Armor what else? What? What? What are the, <laughs> the slashes? Would you like to add to this? I used sir? to be, be armor bearer. That was crazy. But. Uh, <laughs> so so have I. So have I. I would it's, never. You know what? There, I would never trade that experience.
1: Oh no, it's it's for one the of those, life of me. It's one of those experiences where you you take it and you learn and you actually grateful for it. But absolutely, it's
0: one of those where it's like it's it's actually hard work. For I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. For a man that never had a father, man, yeah, that it's, was like that that dad. Dynamic was yeah. so there. Yeah. So when he when they would say, hey, Steven, get on the road. We're going to go right. to Wisconsin. I am there. <laughs> like, right. yes, I am all here for that. <laughs> yes. So you see, you see, the, one of the things it allowed me to do is to understand leaders are human, bro. Leaders are very human. Leaders are, are
1: not just human, but they have insecurities. Right. Um, they have uh, different flaws. They have different things. It doesn't matter... I just had a conversation uh today with my my respective team on the Craft Factory. We were talking mm-hmm. about rejection, and and one of our people on the team was like, You guys struggle with rejection? Really? And I'm like, Oh yeah. You can know what you mean, really. <laughs> and and i and she was in but her statement was, you guys seem so qualified hmm. that it seems like rejection shouldn't be uh a thing. And I told her the most qualified people that you think you see struggle with the most rejection.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: You know, people I look up to, I'm sure they struggle with rejection. I don't think rejection is something that's just a quick fix. Like it's, it's not a quick fix. You, the more you grow, the more you get um, quote unquote, um, you know, when it comes to accomplishments, mm-hmm. success and stuff like that, the more you're going to run into Issues with pro- your pride and
0: rejection, and then you'll realize how deep that thing is. Um, that was so profound. So, it's, but you know what? Yeah. That's that's a perfect segue to today's first topic. So, we're both fellow poets, yeah, spoken word artists. um Today, I kind of want to talk about my ascension into spoken word, my induction, introduction into spoken word, and the fall from grace from a spoken word perspective. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, let me start off by saying I did not want to be a poet. <laughs> that was not my. I did not go to college to write. Um, matter of fact, I I did well in every aspect in, in, in school. Writing was one of them. I love words, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I was. I didn't want to be a poet. I wanted to be the next Bishop T D J.
1: Oh, get ready, get ready, get yeah, ready. Yeah,
0: absolutely, sir. Wake up! Have you seen that? <laughs> no. <I>, Wake <Wait, laughs> up! Wake up! I am not. Wake up! <laughs> that is hilarious. That was, So for me, like, for me, like, poetry wasn't on my radar ever, never, ever. Like, I I wanted to write. I wanted to be a preacher. I wanted, Mm. I thought I just had it. I had a gift to speak. Mm. Um, People were confirming that I had the gift of ministry, man, about the age of 16. So in my mind, that's it. That's where the oil is. You see what I'm saying? So, um, funny enough, um, my introduction actually to spoken word was um, it happened in 2010. So our church was looking to do something different mm-hmm. for our New Year's Eve service. Mm-hmm. So we had our sister church down in Jackson, Tennessee. Every, sorry, I just thought about it. so every New Year's Eve service at a church always gonna involve a poet. <laughs> But oh, we, we did not have guest shouldn't no them, we didn't, we didn't to be resolution to be with service you, I had no knowledge of that prior to this, you Shoot. know what I'm saying? So our sister church <laughs> in jackson that that is a definitely a thing though like it <laughs> like it is it is so um our sister church in Jackson, Tennessee, mm-hmm. um there was a a, a great man uh, his name was uh I'm gonna calling him Mark okay. for the sake of the podcast what, Mark I'm gonna call him Mark Mark hibley <laughs> mark hibley. hibley no mark hibley no um shout out to no i'm a, his name was marcus hendrix, marcus
1: hendrix um, and
0: i'm not going to defame his name in any way i have n- I, ne- I have nothing negative to say about this man so he was up here he had a um a, a cafe a lounge he would do called for your soul so we mm-hmm. kind of merged our new year's eve service mm-hmm. with for your soul mm-hmm. so you know there was no desire to do poetry. I didn't, I I wasn't thinking about it. So um, we didn't have, we didn't know artists like that in that area. Hell, I didn't know anybody. Like, so we were just like, kind of trying to find members of the church to kind of get behind the mic. So we were like, I know I was helping them and the pastor that day, kind of set up, kind of rolling with them that day. And he was just like, hey man, uh, why don't you do something for, you know, for the thing, and I was like, "All right, cool." So what I did was, mm-hmm. I took, uh, I what I used to do back in the day, because you know I told you I won't. I'm Bishop Jake's Jr. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So
1: <laughs>
0: I had, I had a a, a a file of sermons that I wanted to preach one day, and there was this one called "Embrace Your Haters." <laughs>
1: How, wait, how'd you accumulate a whole file?
0: Um, <laughs> thoughts would come to me randomly. <laughs> Look, I had,
1: like I had, Drive or just I, had no, I
0: had, I had one called the significant. What is it? The definition of a, what a name really means. How God's gonna change oh your God. name and how name denotes character and <laughs> all that. And whenever time God changes somebody's uh, name, oh He was changing the emphasis of who they are. And so yeah, oh my goodness. yeah. So whole yeah. So I was doing all of that, bro. Um, I had a file, so I had like a list like that thick. <laughs> of sermons. And I was like, you know what? These are potential sermons one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so he asked me about it. I was like, all right, cool. I'll do something. What I did was I took one of those drafted sermons. One of them was like a one page. It's called Embrace Your Haters. And I tweaked it on the page a bit to sound like a poem instead of sermon notes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. So tweaked it to make hey, it. Hey, hey. It was. Jeez. So, so, that night, everybody was getting up on there. People was doing these little, little one-minute segments. Mm-hmm. Was, everybody wanted to do testimonies. <laughs> like, it became a testimony yeah. service, not a poetry lounge. Yeah. So, you know, uh, this is back when my fashion was trash. And I got up there and I said, I'm going to do this poem. What would you have on that? Cool. I had like this brown corduroy. Corduroy? Uh, cordu- no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> corduroy blazer. Wow, with a red and white striped shirt, blue jeans, brown shoes, sh- 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 shoulder pads. I think so. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's a brown. It was man, I was killing the game back then. Okay, couldn't tell me nothing, but no, man. it was interesting. So that, so that night, I got up. It was my first poem that you know I'm, I'm reading. Mm-hmm. The response from it was it wasn't bananas, but it was like, ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. He got it, He could. That's when it was really solidified. He has a talent. God's given him a gift, you know what I'm saying, to, to talk and write. But I really didn't cultivate it because I didn't take poetry seriously, you know what I'm saying? Um, don't got no degrees. I mean, I heard a poem by Jackie Hill Perry once, and that was my life as a stud. That was my very first poem I ever heard. So, um, long story short, a couple of, uh, throughout the year, a few years it would go by, and um. We would go down there to Tennessee. I would write a little something, do something, get a little cool res- response from it. Um, when it really took off was, I can't remember the year, 2012. I do. <laughs> um, somebody heard, um, was supposed to do a poem, my my, my godmom's uh, uh, singles conference. Shout out to Mama Wendy. I okay. love you. Um somebody, somebody go, backed go, out of go, the go last go Right, <laughs> singles, singles conference. Ah.
1: Uh, brunches. Right. So single,
0: no, so yeah, like they didn't have that for men back then. So but anyway, somebody was supposed to do a poem at our church. Okay. Backed out of the last second. I got a call like right the night before. Hey Stephen, can you do can you can you can you help me out? I said, I got you. So <clears throat> I made up in my mouth I'm a, Finally, do one by memory. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got up there on the mic, oh boy. did it by memory. Folks started shouting a little bit. My mind was blown away, blown away. And I didn't th- in my mind, I'm thinking, for real? Like, I didn't, <laughs> you know how you, as a poet, you get up there, you never are sure how someone's gonna respond and where they're gonna respond to. It's always different. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had no idea, I have never had anybody respond to me like that ever. Still there was no ego. There was just like, okay. Okay, cool. All right. So, that was the now she took me and started spreading my name to so like, oh, you got an event. You know what? I know this this dude from my church, oh, so it she, started. She was like you did it back then. She did. She was Mama like, Wendy. Managing. Mama <laughs> Wendy was how I got this thing yes. started. Okay, Mama, yes. Wendy. Mama Wendy. So um, she was spread, She was. She told another church about my name. They had me invite. They invited me out. I was like, okay. So, but so I was still nervous though. I did, I still didn't know how to do it. I was so frightened to do poetry, bro. I would come in with hats on, and wear them yeah. down. To where they would cover my eyes, yeah, and I look stupid, but whatever. So okay, I did. Wait, did you yes. know
1: you do know at the at these shows and events and stuff? Has have, have you been to shows at that during that time mm-hmm. where the lights beamed on you like so hard that you couldn't really see the audience? Not yet. I
0: okay, didn't have that. okay. So okay. that was even, I'm like, that I didn't wasn't even see nothing, a, so I don't mind that that, you know? that, that that wasn't even the that wasn't even the reason I was still I still had a stage fright. Yeah. This is probably like, so yeah, so um, that's when I started looking at, okay, they doing it by memory. How they doing it so good by memory? So I started watching Jackie, Mm -hmm. Preston, Ezekiel, Kevin, Carnes, all these, Chris Webb, all these different poets, right? And um, I'm like, you know what, the next time. One of the things that really got me solidified to do it by memory was something I never forget. Jackie Hill said, um, I rehearsed them so much that the poems became me you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like she said I would do it for like an hour for a week I did it I would start doing poems for an hour a week mm-hmm. so I um once I did the, I did this unity event at this church then uh my homie Javon Martin mm-hmm. he uh um he did a event called Expressions of Praise and it, at this time mm-hmm. he was doing like a, se- a season of like tv shows of people just showing their gifts and their talent so yeah. I did a, a spot on there um that same year, uh my church did a worship conference now my bishop don't ever, at the time never asked me to do anything N- nothing wrong with it, but he was like he my when I really started to feel like wow like okay my bishop said, hey I'm here this youth conference now this, the, the, our um our worship conference now our worship conference was he would bring pastors and mm-hmm. church leaders and clergy and members from around the country yeah. to our church and teach worship. So he, on Friday nights, we would have these extravagances. He said, hey, Stephen, um, I want to do a poem that's, but I want you to do it kind of like, um, there was a, a, a album by William McDowell and in, in his intro. It sounded very spoken word-ish. Yeah.
1: He's and, a master. I yes. He was, so. He's uh, a um, teacher too. Ah.
0: Amazing. Have you ever
1: seen him live? I have. Amazing. He, I'll say this. He's one of the most underrated uh, teachers of the word I've ever seen. Really. He he's a master at dissecting the word. I saw him in Atlanta. Really. Uh and literally the conference was called Creators Conference. <laughs> Go figure. So <laughs> right. went there as it was an investment for me, <clears throat> like a little vacation. I don't went there as uh, for a conference, and I remember like uh, Jerome Glenn, Jack Hanna um william Dowell had the like the saturday workshop portion okay. he wasn't the main speaker okay um he had a little like work, part of the workshops and he was one of the okay. ministers and just going back to you talking about william dow william Dowell is he, he's a better mm-hmm, he's okay. a better to me a better teacher than a worship
0: leader. Well, I ain't, I ain't never seen him teach. I know, but just, I love I'm, his worship. He, like if he it, drops an album right now, oh, I'm yeah. listening to it. It's okay. it's he his, the way he teaches because
1: he comes from a worship dynamic in the worship, and he's always constantly in a worship type environment. He the way he teaches the word it stems off of activating people in worship in praise. Okay, so the way he does that is so just. Anybody could be like, "Oh, I can worship anybody, like 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 right, 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 talent right. or something." Right. But um, but no, William McDowell, beast, very underrated, but beastly. Uh-huh. Um, and I think he just needs more credit as a pastor. Does he really? Um, yeah, I'm going
0: to take him a listen to. He's dope. So we were doing that, and um, man, we're 15 minutes in, so it's <laughs> <laughs> so gonna be shorter than that. But anyway, um, so he asked me to do a poem from the prior conference. I was, I was honored. So, um, that was the night that made, I feel like made me though. Initially. Mm -hmm. Um, I got up there, did it off memory. And it's funny. Um, a lot of the, like the, the reactions was just, I've never gotten reactions like that or support felt like I got supported or it was not that I, I ever felt like I was affirmed as with a gift ever, Mm -hmm. whether as a gift, as a person, um, it felt so good, not from an ego perspective, mm-hmm. but just like I have value. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: And it's nice to get that. It's nice to get the the validation yeah. that hey, yeah. I'm pretty good at this. Right. So it was okay to ignite. And I sucked that. at the time. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, and I and I was like, I was I was an evolving writer. Yeah. But to get that, they had never seen nothing like that from me. So it was just like wow. And it was funny during that poem. I felt like my throat was getting dry. Mm-hmm. So I yelled on top of a line. And they were just, woo! Oh! <laughs> and they were just going off. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and so I got down. Everybody, my, my pastor, oh. everybody was like, bruh! What? <laughs> Yo! The way you yelled that. Right, right, right. What right you said, but then, you then, yelled it, then it. Then, right, then, <laughs> then the next day, people were just like, still like, you, you, it's low key like celebrity vibes like oh, oh man gosh. like you know what I'm saying that, that's how my immature mind is going to say it yeah. so it was, like, it was like people could not stop talking about it it, it made that much of an impression yeah. on everybody and I was just like I might have something here that stemmed from some um, Marcus's wife who did that asking me to do her ministry launch a poem for her ministry launch mm-hmm. another banker you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm dropping hits at this hit time, right? Hit. Right, man. I am on fire. Like double platinum, Banger. i platinum. Dropping a hit, plastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for it all. So no, but it was like, wow. I felt like I felt like for the first time I had a purpose. I have something, yeah. and although I was newborn, it was just like it felt so good. So at this time, dude, you know, all these other poets got 10, 12 poet, poems, 15 on their belt. And I only had two. I had wore them
1: things I I out.
0: I wore those out for four months. <laughs> <laughs> so one of but one of the greatest advices I, had, I, I I ever got was from a man named Bruce Clark. Bruce Clark pulled me to the side one day. He, he said, I noticed that the only time you're writing is for events. Mm. He said Stop writing for events and just start writing from your heart. Mm-hmm. Change the game. Like yeah. now instead of two, yeah. I had three. <laughs> like <laughs> I had three. So it, it started it started this ripple effect, and I got connected with a man named Javon Martin. Mm-hmm. He's a really good friend of mine. He was he was li- he was lobbing events at me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, my the sister church in Tennessee, they did um they had their For Your Soul Lounge Again. Um i was getting so decent but i was humble though mm-hmm. i was really humble it was like i was honored if you i didn't think of myself as nothing so if you let me be on i was on top it would have been it could have been four people it could have been 40 i was on top of the world i was just right. honored that you called right yeah. yeah um yeah so we're we're doing that they to, they wanted to manage me i know not that they wanted to they didn't come to me but i was just thinking to myself like I would really like to have, like, a an of, uh, a, a, a team, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people that oversee me, give me yeah. insight, wisdom, and all that. And these people were plugged to people that were <laughs> a in... A label without
1: the label. Right, right,
0: right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, and these, uh, Marcus and Jackie, they were, uh, they, they had connections to, like, the people in the Stellars. Uh, they knew folks like Ken Jones and Lisa McClendon and... Mm-hmm. Leon Timbo. So I mean, it, that was a good spot. And I never forget there was a, another ju- uh, uh, guy that was lobbying to like he was showing expressing interest in me as well. I like, mean, you got a talent, you got a uh-huh. gift. But my heart was like, because I thought them out, and they're not trying to, they don't see dollar signs, or they don't see me as a means to, you know, utilize or use me, I felt like I was more spirit led to them. So they st- they they started managing me, man. Uh, initially, mm. right? Somewhere in there, um, pride and arrogance subtly subtly started to kick in. Mm. And what I mean by that is, I wanted a bigger stages. It, it it stopped being about humility, and a lot of my initial poetry was Christ centered. Bought the kingdom, you know what I'm saying? And um it stopped being about that. It stopped it started being about being the next Jackie Hill or yeah. being the next Ezekiel Azzangu. I wanted the bigger stages. I wanted rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that good, you know what I'm saying? If I wasn't that good, then my poems were trash.
1: You just started looking I like to say you started looking left to right instead of up.
0: Correct. Yeah. I, I was initially, I was looking like, this is an yeah. honor. Now it's just like, it ain't enough. Yeah, And it started to reflect in my character. So mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, one of the situations that happened, uh, Marcus, um, at the time, you know, accountability and communication is key. And I would just, I would not start much. putting, I would start putting things in place, but not tell them. So <laughs> you see what I'm saying?
1: Even yeah. on the, even on the business side, that's the
0: worst. That is tacky. It's it's the worst.
1: If I, you have a manager. Or anybody on your team and like the person will do something and go back to the manager or go back to the injured the producer, whoever, that would piss them off so much. It like, did. Oh, you got an event, even though know, that was my job, got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not even that, but it's like I got stuff lined up for you. Yeah. So, so I never forget, um, this is one of the one of the times that really got became a problem. So um Marcus There was this african event in tennessee african festival and uh i think he was lobbying me and my pastor at the time's daughter to perform at this event right Mm -hmm. now um i wasn't getting uh i didn't i wasn't aware of any payment or anything like that right so he was talking to me about that he wasn't unsure like he wasn't sure if he wanted to do it but he thought it would be a good opportunity for us street festival you'd be exposed right now on the other side, I saw this uh, this apostle dude had reached out to me that I felt on from on, optics looked like you know, oh, he got a following he got a name. Mm-hmm. I was torn between the two. I was like, man, I really hey, mm-hmm. apostle such and such reached out to me and they want me to do an event on the same, like that same weekend. So he was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave it in your hands but in reality, it was a test of character. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to see how you respond. So and he had been telling me like about this event for like a few weeks. He he technically didn't even want to do it if I remember right. So man, I came back to him and I was like, hey man, I think I'm gonna go with this event right here. And he didn't lay it in me, but I he just let me know like it was a that that's kind of shady way to do business, mm-hmm. especially when I'm I've, I'm out here trying to look for you events. It's like. Accountability communication isn't there, and it's like you're chasing platforms, and your character is just like ugh, like trash. So let me show, show me show you karma, right? Mm-hmm. So that was an African festival in Tennessee. Plenty of people that came by, right? Mm-hmm. This this dude, it was a book launch, and some he had another person, I guess, singing or whatever. Dude, the event was like in a bar like a bar-type vibe, man, maybe 20 people showed up. And now this is an apostle that got, like, members, right? Right. Maybe 20, 25 people show up, right? Maybe, I think I got maybe $50 from that, okay? Marcus comes back and tells me about this event that they wanted to pay me. They wanted to pay me, like, 200 250 mm. to do it. You mm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would have been writing an event catered to them. So that was, like, the moment that put a bad taste in... Everybody's mouth, like, okay, this dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this cat, all right. Yeah. All right. So then, um, they kind of took a step back, not fully disconnected, but they were just like, you can tell it it it, it, it affected them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, not too long after that, man, it, it was maybe like a few months later. I was very mindful about if I was going to do something, I would let them know. Um, all this and all that, right? I think it was January. This happened maybe in September, October. So January of the following year, um, I, an event came up that I told them about, right? This yeah. one, hey,
1: you weren't looking for it, not right? no, 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 no. I
0: didn't look, go looking for it. Somebody asked me to be a part of it. Um, somebody asked me to be a part of it. Maybe not January. Maybe it was. Uh, no, I can't. Timeline is trash. But, yeah, yeah. um, Kiera Shear was going to be the main host right so now i'm like ooh, if i can just if i can just get in front of kiera boy and low-key i had a crush on her back there too so, I'm like, <laughs> Ditto, so i was like um if i can look like, oh man that's the look right there that's that's the look right you know my name that's to her. oh man i'm about to blow up Right. Like, yeah. you know what i'm saying so um i let him know about the event um, and he was gonna say, you know, let let me see what I got on the calendar. Blase, blase, blase. Don't don't make any moves, right? No. In my head, I don't know. He said, I I think we're good, but don't make any like whatever. In your head. In, so in my man, so said look, this,
1: but in my head, it's like
0: I heard look, something. Just let me know what you're gonna do. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so man, I put the flyer up. With me on there, oh she God. on there, man, I'm going to Kiara and all this and all that. And it's just like this, dude, this nigga here, man. Oh, my God. This brother here, man. So it, it was this constant. And if, if I'm being really honest, the issue with me in poetry was that um, there's a little boy that always wanted to be heard, that always felt ignored, that always needed. Didn't even know he wanted a platform yet. Right. But now he got attention. Now he got eyes on him, and I was more concerned. My me at the time was more concerned about mm-hmm. feeding off of all that love that I was getting in, esteeming me to feel like I was important. That that again, my my character was
1: and and being that and trying to control the outcome.
0: Correct. Because not only so, not, not only was that a problem, mm-hmm. but now you got a, You you kind of got a name you got a craft you got a gift yeah that's very attractive to people yeah and that's when st- oh. my my you know what my stage name? I didn't even tell you but I should have said this my my my, my name while I was going by was stilo s t e e - l o yeah that'll get them. that was dope <laughs> it was dope it looked good that on paper so not only that but I got a name I can write I got a gift I was single at the time so now this is where uh <laughs> This is where Steve Lowe became Steve Hope. <laughs> no. Oh, man. So what I what I, what I mean by that is nah, I get it. I get it, <laughs> it's like what who I was portraying myself on stage was not the same man behind closed doors. Yeah. And I would hear that a lot. The man, like, he is not what I expected him to be. Yeah. There was so much unreconciled immaturity. Um, lack of self control in so many areas mm-hmm. that you saw the gift, but when after you saw the gift, it was just like, "Oh, he got some more work to do on him," oh, yeah. and it wasn't. I was saying I was doing it for the kingdom, but really, the only kingdom I was doing for was the kingdom of Stephen. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Steelo, Steelo, <laughs> Steho, whoever you want to call <laughs> it. So, um, so then it became a question of after that. After that whole incident where I put it up on social Mm -hmm. media, whatever, they kind of was like, "Yeah, we want to take a step back because I don't want." Because I had a personal relationship with them before I ever had Mm -hmm. a business one, and he always told me before I allowed the business to let the personal, I'll just step away from the business first. Yeah. So writing was on the wall. They stepped back. So I would still do events and whatnot, um, but um, like those insecurities, that need for attention. Uh, the acceptance, all of that, man. Um, I was getting attention from ladies now, yeah. and I did not have the self control. Like I was, ta- I was on poem on stage talking about poems about uh, waiting till you're married, but yeah. <laughs> um, I was not waiting behind closed Smash doors.
1: like you had the ring on. <laughs> that, right, I, I think it's, it's one. Of and the- I was
0: in a small town, Bloomington. Illinois is a small. Oh, and
1: you sleep. Everybody know everybody too.
0: Everybody and every black person know every black person. So it's just That's like the worst. oh, haha. That's the worst. But yeah, so there was a lot of and and Jack, Jackie told me this so early on. Mm-hmm. She said, "Man, if you, you gotta get what whatever you got to do, you gotta get that under control because you can become Steelo the man of God or Steve, Stephen Logan that sleeps with everybody." and
1: the worst thing I've heard I've heard this when I was younger and somebody told me the worst thing you want to be is a public success and a private failure like that right. is it's one of the most deadliest things a person can do especially for ours or any creative just because of the fact that you are one of the and, and also one of the things attached to that is anointing having an anointing attracts right it's just that's just what it right. is. If you are anointed, if you're graced at something, it's attractive. If and and people. What's even scarier is once the artist knows that, we man, we we make some moves. <laughs> we, we, we make some moves. We talk a good we, game. We talk a
0: good game. We man. develop it. And, and it's just and I had I definitely had to get for my words. Yeah. It was funny because when I would like be on dating apps back then. Yeah. There were people that would literally tell me they don't want to date a poet. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Because, man, y'all, y'all get manipulated with your words. That's y'all funny. know how to use words. <laughs> right. That's still, that's, that'll still preach today. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So all of the, all of what you're saying about... I I came into recognition that it was more just an, the gift to write poetry, but there was definitely an anointing of inspiration and drawing mm-hmm. that I had. Um, yeah. and, uh, and I recognized that when I was at, on on stage one time and I performed this poem called Transparency. Dabbled in a little bit about my past and my lack of not having a dad, right? By the end of the poem, end of the performance, a lady walked off the stage and asked me to mentor her son. Mm -hmm. So, and I always felt like God was telling me, you know, people are going to want to know more about you than they want, want to know about your poetry. And... I definitely ruined that. I definitely did. Like, people, there are definitely people that wanted to, after the poems, um, based upon the topic or how I delivered, they wanted, like, Stephen, man. Like, wow, man, that, I really could connect with that because I felt like this my entire life. I felt like I, you know, my dad wasn't there. So there was some, there was a ministry to be done Mm -hmm. outside of just me performing. And I was just really performing. So this cycle of my, my, my name was being, thrown through the mud by my hands. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. everybody knew everybody. And you know once you talk to one girl at one mm-hmm. church, you can't continue to talk to anybody else. And you especially as a black church. Yeah. And you couldn't really
1: those are the times where you see you see the downfall coming. And don't let
0: them and, be friends with somebody else, another exactly. woman at another church. And then they so, start
1: talking and then you still be <laughs> dumb enough to still blame everybody else.
0: Correct. And it was <laughs> right. But <laughs> then it became have sympathy for me because my father wasn't there. Mm-hmm have sympathy for me because it wasn't never really no accountability. I would always say I was a transparent person and Mm -hmm. uh, a good homie of mine would always say nah, you're not not transparent you're translucent. It's like we can kind of make out what's in there but not really see through it so um, and it just spiraled down from there man. I kept doing events kept doing events man and um, even went on tour and we'll talk about that on uh, another, another episode but um but the character flaws uh, were louder than anything that I was saying on stage, and they were more blatant and obvious. Um, the insecurity, the ego, the you know what I'm saying. And I thought I was killing it. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like the man, okay. Yeah. Um, and I really wasn't. And I also wanted to get connected to other poets too. Yeah. So you know, as a poet, sometimes. Um, as a poet, um I lost my train of thought. Um, when you're a lot of times some of us come from small cities and there's not other poets around us. So when you're the only poet in that area, you the man. You are until you get around somebody that can do it better than right. you. And that's when it, that, and, that <laughs> and that's when your whole ego breaks down. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I always know I the only way to get better was surrounding myself by better so i got connected to a a a group a organization um called uh, true voices a shout out to the homie leah james yeah she's the one that yes. got me plugged and connected uh to them that's the homie. yeah so uh I ended up meeting uh so many poets uh candid, candid webb matthew strange that's where i met Carness and um Lamar sims and uh there's so many i jamaica west and mm-hmm. so many other people um at that time um uh, Keziah.
1: yeah
0: uh, Kaziah Jezere. i don't want to miss anybody's name <laughs> <Right>. um <laughs> but i am going to so um um my homie uh out of new jersey bro please don't get mad at me for not remembering your mm-hmm. name but um but yeah so i got got around them um Writing became better. That's when I first started no as a poet, I, I always recommend get critiqued. Get critiqued. Don't run from it. Don't run from it. Allow people to destroy your ego. Yeah. Allow people to destroy your poem.
1: It's easy to ask yeah. for critique. It's easy to ask for critique. It's it's another thing to actually accept the critique and apply it. People don't apply what they what people are trying to correct them in. Um people are protective. People are are feel like they have combination locks over their work. And mm-hmm. so what happens is you present to somebody like, hey, look at my work. And when somebody gives you an right. actual critique, it seems like it's the end of the world when in actuality, all you got to do is just apply what they're saying.
0: But the saying problem like is that. because you never surrounded some yourself around people that want to see you better. See, I never took it. I, I rarely take advice. I almost never took advice from people that weren't artists. Never. Mm-hmm. Because if... And the reason why is because if you've never been exposed to poetry, yeah. and this was your first introduction, you're going to think I'm the best poet ever. Because you mm-hmm. you have nothing to measure it against. In your mind, this is the best thing that I've ever seen before. right? And you allow people that have no exposure exalt you to a place in your mind and your ego that I'm just that good when really, you're just not that uh tenured. <laughs> it,
1: could be, it could be a good thing and a bad thing.
0: It but but in in order to to write better, mm-hmm. one you gotta read. But two, you gotta surround yourself by people that other uh, not to say that you gotta be them or be their standard yeah. or live up to their expectations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we can talk about the drama within Portugal, on another one. But <laughs> um the ego that artists have, you know what I'm saying? um and sometimes your heroes yeah. will break your soul <laughs> like <laughs> and they don't do it in the, with the intention to but um my writing needed to be better and it got better over time but I wasn't writing every day like I should have I wasn't doing right. writing prompts I was just writing what I felt like it. Mm-hmm. and even those poems were dope but they needed to be better right so I um once I started realizing that um my poetry um My poetry wasn't based upon me trying to minister or uplift. It was more so about Stephen. Mm -hmm. I had to stop stop writing. I I literally stopped writing for for a while. Um, I haven't written poetry even now in the past, I want to say two, almost three years now. Because I wanted to be from an authentic place. And I want to make sure that I'm not still trying to exalt myself. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to... uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Have you you been there before, haven't you?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, where it's like this is not. This, I'm I'm labeling this or putting a banner on this like it's about God when really it is about trying to prove something to the world that I have something yeah. to offer. Yeah, and it's th- validation.
1: It's it's you need the okay. confirmation. As artists, we need that confirmation, but ultimately, it's a it's a dynamic that we're missing with God. It's not necessarily with people. And Absolutely we disguise that by right. using our art to try to reach for something that really is a very personal matter. True. It's a very personal matter. And, Absolutely. And it's, it's it comes across as you are loving what you do and you love performing, you love all this stuff. But when it comes down to it, all of the applause, all the validation, all everything, it stems from how you view yourself to the Father. And Correct. when that doesn't happen for you, then you try to get everything from people that you think you're not getting from God. Correct. <laughs> and it's, it's just...
0: Or use your craft as a means to manip- manipulate people to get in their bed.
1: Oh, yes. I
0: and that's that. the thing. I'll Artists, <laughs> like, it, we can... That's a whole nother topic for another day. But we definitely... I I definitely have felt feeling victim... Not to say that I, I went to stages, but it was just like, I knew that me labeling myself as an artist made me stand out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I would like, man, like, whew, it's another topic. So, <laughs> right. But that, yeah, that, so from the beginning to end, man, yeah. that's kind of my fall. And, I, and the, the things that I would do were public, you know what I'm saying? Public settings, you know what I'm saying? I did not have the wisdom, the integrity no maturity at times to really Mm -hmm. protect my name because my name was being trashed so now what you do is you do poems to create damage control right talk about your life and how broken you are and some of that stuff was you know really innocent but really what it is is like let me pull you guys back into my great graces i don't want to lose my followers i don't want to lose fans you know what i'm saying so now you're trying to do damage control, um, but the real change is never on a platform, but it's in private. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The you know, the private time and personal time with God, the accountability with other artists, pastors, leaders, uh, brothers in the face to disciple you in the faith. Um so it was it, it became about damage control, and then after a while, once you destroy your name over and over and over and you mm-hmm. you bed hopping. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanna hear what you have to say anymore. Yeah, Nobody wanna especially listen to you. when they know. Yeah. And when they know and then they, and they that, that's their friend. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They go
1: to your shows on purpose. And then, to watch you.
0: <laughs> oh, and then while you're doing that, you're trying to project yourself on social media like yeah. you like Nigga, like we see you. nigga, we, like, like, we see we, you, we, bro. Like, like, you <laughs> bro. Like you are you <laughs> you are not this person that you projecting um, on these out here in these streets. Yeah. But that was me. Yeah. Um I was projecting myself as this deep thinker and whatever and it was just a cycle of bad decision poor decision poor decision and it's like i see what you're doing on social my my bishop gave me this uh this great illustration about me he said the spoken word you um is who you aspire to be who you are on stage is the man you aspire to be but who you are off stage is somebody completely different and it's nowhere near that person Once the the people you're off stage and on stage meet, you'll be a powerful, you'll be a force to be reckoned with. And I, and I'm still trying to find that person to this day. (laughs) So, but yeah, man, that was my, 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 my ascension, my introduction and the. It's a good instruction. Yeah, it it, it 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 was going there for a good minute, man. I had I had a little steam there in the beginning, man. I had some steam, hot tea. You know what I'm saying? That mug crashed yeah. m- like a plane, <laughs> like yeah. it, it really did. Um, but but it really taught me how not to write for an audience, but to write from the heart. You see what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that was a dope episode, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: man. that's exciting. Exciting to, I mean, to you see to, t- to see it?
1: what what unfolds and. Mm-hmm. And you allowing yourself to be transparent and open with, with, you know, everything. It's, yeah.
0: It's, oh, it gets, it gets better, my friend. It I'm gets sure better, it but, sure but hey, does. this is episode of Steven's story. Um, I, I'm the host, obviously, <laughs> Steven, um, Steel, I mean, uh, yeah,
1: like- Hey, <laughs> hey. only my
0: friends can call me that. Okay. All right. So, but we out y'all. Thanks for tuning in, uh, uh, tune in next time. Peace. Peace out.